JD Token Sports. It is Tuesday, August 28th, 2018. Let me get right to it. Now, I was listening to Evan Roberts today, and I something very interesting. Baseball, you can't win every goddamn game. You just, it's just not possible. Even against the bad teams, you can't win every game. And, and the Yankees right now have to win every goddamn game. And it's not realistic to think that the Red Sox are going to go on a slump where they're going to keep getting swept or play below 500 or 500 ball, and the Yankees are going to have to win. Like, it just, it's, it's not going to happen. And they lost to a White Sox team yesterday, which is playing better ball. Not a good team, but they're playing better ball. And every other game, Tanaka lately seems like he's off. And Yankees had a runner at third. They couldn't get him in. And, you know, you have Hicks and Stanton can't knock him in. You got a you guy at third base, one out, you got to get him in. They're up 2 nothing. Now you got Torres and Andohar. First time two Yankee rookies have had 20 home runs in a season ever. First time ever. And the Yankees are still the second best team in baseball. You know, that's also Evan Robertsburg. They're, they're better than... They have a better record than the Indians, and the Indians have a 13-game lead. They have a better record than the freaking Astros, and they're better than every team in the National League. They're just going against a team that's having what might that could end up having the best season ever in Red Sox history, or close to it. See if you take that into account. Now, I was just looking at OBJ got the money, five years, ninety-five million. Average, average, uh, more money than any uh, wide receiver. Mike Evans, oh, over 12, 12 million more than Evan, Mike, Mike Evans got in in total contract. Average salary, two million more than Antonio Brown, who I think is, who has been consistent throughout his career. I mean, OBJ got hurt last year. 65 million guaranteed, that's almost, 20, that's over $25 million more guaranteed than Evans. Jarvis Landry just got $34 million guaranteed. And, and Beckham almost doubled them. Almost freaking doubled them. Crazy. I mean, just freaking crazy, man. I was reading this stuff. I was like, holy shit. This is crazy. Now we just got to back it up. My friends, Izzy and Daryl, went to the U.S. Open yesterday. It is so fucking hot out today. So my cl- I have a client that I've been training, and she has hip problems. So she's seven o'clock this morning. She tells me she can't make it. So I was in the middle of, I was I was watching ballers. Now, now let me tell you, I fucking love ballers, but this season is so unbelievably believable. It's it's not believable. It just you know now that you know they're go, they're going into a new, uh, new ownership, which they know nothing about. One of the guys is now the GM of a football team that I don't believe at all. Yeah. There's just something missing this year. I, I hope they'll be able to pull it together, but there's, you know, I, I liked it better when they were just dealing with what they were dealing with. I watched all three episodes. Better Call Saul is so freaking good. And I am but one episode behind our heart knocks, so I have to watch that and I'll watch the next one. That's what I have to, I have to watch next. Now, oh, also JD Token Sports, subscribe on iTunes. Rate me on iTunes. I'd love to hear from you. Now, good thing about Torres, seen his average dip from 294 to 269, but he's recorded at least 11 of his past 13 games. He's hitting 350 over that span with uh, two home runs in his past four games, which is good.
They became the last rookies to have 20 home runs in a season since uh, Joey Votto and Jay Bruce in 2008. They became the youngest rookie teammates, 23 or younger, to have 20 home runs in the same season since Ken Herbeck. I used to love Ken Herbeck. Gary Gaetti and Tom Brunanski in 82. So that's, that's pretty good company, right? And how about this? John McCain's funeral. Shane Doan is going to be a pallbearer, former Arizona. He was a former Arizona Coyotes forward for the, in the NHL. Former Arizona Dynamics, Alfred Lewis, Lewis Gonzalez will each participate. And Fitzgerald is one of the six speakers. How about that? So that's going to be Thursday, 1.30 p.m. in Phoenix. Roughly 1,000 seats have been made available to the public. But how about that? Listen, every time I read about Larry Fitzgerald, the stuff he's good, he'd be a guy I'd like to talk to because he is pretty freaking amazing. And McCain was interrogated many times. He gave his captors the names of the Green Bay Packers offensive line and said they were the names of his men in his squadron. How about that? So in his captors, he gave the, this is the names of his squadron. He gave him the Green Bay Packers offensive line. How about that? And every time I hear Trump saying that, I, you know, I, I like guys who weren't captured, just fucking infuriates the hell out of me. He's a great American and, we, you know, disgusting. Disgusting. He's a good dude. Tough guy. I mean, you, you watch him. He had his arm broken so many times that it never healed, so he can't raise his arms above his... Couldn't raise his arms? Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. If he just hadn't picked Sarah Palin, I, that's the only thing I can't get. I, I, how did... How did he pick Sarah Palin? I, I, I'm trying to wrap my head around that one. I can't. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And people going crazy over the Sunday, did the uh, the green zone to show what they need to go to convert for th- on third down. They're going crazy about it. You know, they said one, you know, one person you put the green zone is for the idiots who couldn't understand the yellow line. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why people were complaining. I just thought, okay, it would look kind of cool. So the, it was a little darker. You know, not everybody knows football. That's when, that's when social media just goes nuts. It's like enough already, dude, enough. Enough. Now, Scott Frost will uh, open his first season. So, Adrian Martinez will be the first true freshman ever to start for Nebraska. And Frost and the quarterback, school he once quarterbacked, going against Jim Harbaugh in the school of Michigan that he once quarterbacked. That's going to be September 22nd. That's the Big Ten over. And the backup quarterback who is in the running, who broke all the Texas, uh, California passing records, left school. Just left school. He lost the thing and he was gone. Richard Freshman. I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like these guys get advice and boom, they're gone. What happens if uh, Adrian Martinez gets hurt? And he'll start right away. So now he's got to go to another school and start all over again. I feel like some of these kids just pick schools and they don't pick the school right for them. I, I don't know. I, I feel like these kids don't really, you know, they could go anywhere. And instead of saying, hey, oh, Alabama took me, I'll just play for Saban. What if you don't, you don't play? What if there's other guys? Why not go to a place where you can find a coach that you can work with and actually play? You said, I think I'd rather play than sit on the bench and, you know, you know, be on savings team for four years. I'd rather play. And Albert Breer, how about this? No quarterback on a contract with an average per year of $20 million or more has ever won the Super Bowl. Since Drew Brees became first to break the barrier in 2012, Baltimore's Joe Flacco, who was making 4.76 uh, AP, uh uh, average per year. Then Russell Wilson, seven hundred forty-nine thousand. Tom Brady making nine. Peyton Manning, oh come on, Peyton Manning was making nineteen point two. Let's go. Brady again fifteen, and Nick Foles five point five. We won it on contracts on the line. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, listen, 19 million, are we going to go that far? And, and the only reason Russell Wilson was on a rookie contract and Nick Foles was on a backup contract. Does that really mean that much after reading all that? Eh, not really. So the Raiders released 2017 second-round pick Obi Melafanwu this week. So under the waived injured designation, he wound up clearing waivers and reverting to Oakland's IR list. So this is the 56th pick of the, of the 2017 draft. Now it's Gruden who's really one of the show. John, uh, Reggie McKenzie is, you know, backing him up. So they said, uh, Gruden says, we, have a, we had a lot of needs. We were gutted. There's no one here left from the 13 class, not a player, and we haven't gotten enough out of our 15, 16, and 17 classes at all. We've got to generate some competition and some depth and find some guys. All this goes a long way to explaining why, you know, he brought a lot of vets into the mix and that the young, high-drafted guys aren't on scholarship anymore. But I've read something interesting, that, you know, at the end, in Tampa Bay, he was a vet team. He kind of beat the shit out of his quarterbacks, pissed people off. Away from football 10 years, he's kind of like the guru. But now he's, you know, it, can, he, can he work with the younger players? Because he's going to need a lot. You can't, you can't have all vets. The younger guys have to step up. Now, maybe, maybe, maybe he sees he, he, young guys aren't working hard enough. And they they were good two years ago with Del Rio, even though they well they lost Carr and that was the end of that. So they had the makings of a good team back then. Even though, what the hell is that wide receiver's name? Who's the the kid out of Bama? Who seemed to me he was going to be a star, and then he took a big step back. Oakland wide receivers. Yeah. 2018. Where the hell is he? Well, they got Jordy Nelson, Amari Cooper. Now, I'm, th- I'm hoping Jordy Nelson will give some veteran advice to Amari Cooper. Yeah, you don't have really. Yeah. Uh, Martavis Bryant, who really hasn't shown us anything. Dwayne Harris used to be on the Giants. Yeah, it's going to be up to freaking. It's going to be up to Bryant, freaking Cooper. And Jordy Nelson's going to, who's got to be playing with a big fucking chip on his shoulder this year. We'll see how all that works out. Yeah, I was, it's interesting because, you know, you know, you know, he's on a 10-year deal. He's going to bring the team to Oakland. Let's, I want to see how all that's going to work out. So the Yankees are now 15 and 6 in the last 21 games. Not bad. I mean, Listen, they've made a four and a half game. They made a four and a half games in eight days. They trailed by ten and a half on August eighteenth and nine and a half entered the weekend. But then he swept them. Hey, so they're eight and two the last ten. They they were a thirty six games season high thirty six game now thirty five over five hundred. So they play three more, two more against the White Sox, and then four against the Tigers. Andujar, man, entered Sunday leading all rookies in batting average, extra base hits with 59, doubles with 36, RBIs with 70, multi-hit games with 43, and was tied for the rookie leading home run to 21. And Voigt, second three-hit game of the series, included a two-run homer that put him up for good on Sunday. He also single and scored in a two-out wild pitch. He's playing with, damn, and Severino, 
Got the, hey, he's 17 and 6, 327 ERA. Walk two, struck out eight. That's all we asked for. And the New York Mets won't call up Alonso, who has hit 33 home runs on minus this year. Why? 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 What? What are they waiting for? I, it has to be. Has to. Well, it doesn't matter. Does it give them time in the majors so they don't hold them as long? They lose a year. I. I don't. I don't understand. Now I love. They talked to Doug Peterson about you know the, the Super Bowl hangover, and it always comes back to Belichick. He, he called Mike Holmgren, and the two discussed the other side of success, what it looks like from the standpoint of being pulled in a lot of other directions. And Holmgren told him create repetition in his program to remind the players of what got them there last year. And he said it had to start with the head coach, which is the way Peterson was looking at it anyway. He said, that, Peterson, not enough for me to go around. It takes you away from your job. That's time away. And personally, I hate being away. This is why I was hired to, this is what I was hired to do. That's why I respect what Bill Belichick's done, really being able to keep them grounded and focused with that team and just being point blank with everybody. You don't see him doing a lot of stuff. He's very selective. And the reason why they win every year. So for now, now in this position, I respect that. So for me, now in this position, I respect that. Being there last week and seeing those five championship banners in their stadium, I mean, we've only got one. You look up and they've got five. It's like, man, I'm just hoping I can maybe get one more somewhere along the line. That's Everything goes back to Belichick. It's how he does it. And you know what? They're still going to do it this year. No matter what you want to say, they're going to piss you off and they're going to win another. They're going to just be in contention every fucking year. And J.J. Watt turns 30 this March. He's only played, last two years, he's only played a total of like eight games, I think. And uh, they asked him what's, you know, you know, he says hitting. He says, I want to hit people. That's what he can't wait. Can't wait till September 9th. What he's looking forward to, hit. That's the way it should be. And how about this? Cardinals GM Steve Kime, you know, he got that DWI. Oh, so I put Peanut outside, which was, fuck, yeah. Now she's barking. Yeah, too hot. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Inside. Come on. She was outside for like 10 minutes. That's why I did the podcast. Come on. I'm trying to do my show. Unbelievable. Go sit down. Now we got the DWI. And he apologized. Uh, He's, uh, you know, drilled the suspension. Got five weeks suspension from the team. He returned to the building last week. He was extremely humbling and embarrassing beyond belief. He goes, I've heard a lot of people in the process. In fact, after the after reports came out, my 12-year-old son was texting his buddy. They kept showing your dad over and over on TV. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. And his son said, I'm not. He shouldn't have been, he shouldn't have been doing it. And my son is right. I don't think there's any feeling that's worse than f- feeling like you let your children down, down, which is awesome. Yes. 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 And, you know, take a fucking Uber. But how about the son saying, you know, no, dad, you fucked up. You made a mistake. No, no, I'm not letting you off. And it's good that he showed. Listen, will he learn from it? I don't know. Because a lot of people do this. Oh, I fucked up. I made mistakes. Put up or shut up time. Take a fucking Uber. You're drinking enough already. And they talk about Adrian Peterson. How, you know, the guys, (laughs) when he, when he, uh, you know, they, they talk about his combination of size, speed, and burst with the Redskins staff. And what it amounted to a tryout on Monday, they were just as wowed by his endurance. The guys who tested Peterson in that couldn't wear him out. Couldn't wear out a 33-year-old running back. They couldn't wear out Peterson. That's how fucking good shape that dude is. He is awesome. I would love to... You know, I, I couldn't keep up with him, but it'd be cool to have a freaking... 
go through a workout because I've seen his workouts. He's out of control. He's out of fucking. He, he looks amazing. I'll tell you, he can play as long as he wants to fucking play. He's one of those genetic freaks. Well, genetic and workout freaks. But God bless them, and he's used that body. And they think that Cam with Norv Turner could have a big year. Now, offensive coordinator Norv Turner, quarterback coach Scott Turner, have tried to impress on, on, on Cam to find completions and own the offense by using the whole field. It's been five years since Newton had a season uh, completing better than 60% of his throws. And North Turner's like a quarterback guru. Sam Darnold could be the week one starter. Fourth round tight end Chris Herndon could be starting soon. They think he'll be a big play, big time player. I'm hearing good things about Nathan Shepard. And sixth round pick Perry Nickerson, who's, who was an interception machine in college. And it will make up for the 2018 two second uh, uh, the two 2018 second rounders they gave away to get Darnold. And Darnold, I think, was in the Ballers episode. I, I was like, I think that looks like him. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Just awesome. And I saw some. I thought it was, I thought it was dead. It's some like butterfly or moth. I put up on my. Uh, I put up on my. Uh, my Instagram but it's alive now Jim Calhoun who uh, coached UConn to three NCAA championships of the last quarter century is going to build a startup Division 3 startup St. Joseph Blue Jays which is in Connecticut and he got some kids that want to play one kid could have went to Creighton but he wanted to play for Calhoun The flagship radio station for UConn basketball is negotiating to broadcast St. Joseph's home games. ESPN is considering a documentary, and some home games may be streamed live. Calhoun envisions having a sub-varsity team, which will compete primarily against local prep schools. He also envisions moving some home games down Asylum Avenue to the State Armory. He's lined up former UConn stars Kemba Walker and Ray Allen to speak to the team. And they're going to go to Florida for a tournament in December. New athletic facility is going to schedule for next spring. He won 873 games in Northwestern at UConn. First practice is October 15th. He even plans a midnight madness session. Good for fucking him. How about that's pretty fucking cool, right? Wants a coach. Simona Halep went out in a uh, first round, went out. Lost in the first round of the U.S. Open. 6-2, My Yeah, so Izzy Dow were there yesterday. Sweating their asses off. Crazy. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, they were, they were there. So, it was interesting. I was listening to Mad Dog yesterday. And he, he was, goddamn, who was the, Agassiz's former coach, I'm blanking on him. Not Stewart. Oh, man, I can't remember Andre Agassi's former coach. That's what I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember Agassi's former coach. Andre Agassi coach. Andre. Andre Agassi. Tennis. Tennis coaches. Tennis. 
coach. What the hell was his name? Brad Gilbert. So Brad Gilbert was saying, so Simona Halep lost. She was the first number one seed to lose ever at the U.S. Open. And... Mark, can't talk. See, I knew it was going to happen. I knew I tried to run down, and she came right down, and I couldn't. But Brad Gilbert was talking how one to forty in the women is very it's very tight, whereas the one the first rank to fortieth rank in the men, big disparity, big big. Whereas anybody of the women could win. Now she loses. I heard uh, Isner talking, saying he was happy to play the first day. It was interesting to say, you know. Now what do you do? He goes, "I eat and rest." Before my next match, but he says I was got out off the court in like two hours. It's going to be like a hundred on the court, th- over a hundred on the court today. God bless him. It is going to be hot as hell out there. But I thought that was interesting. What Brad Gilbert said that the disparity, there was a lot more between one and forty on the on the women's side was much tighter than the men's side. Men's side. I love Calhoun. I love the Calhoun is freaking coaching. Yeah, she lost to Kaya Kanepi. Eddie Murphy, I just read, his girlfriend would be pregnant. This would be his 10th child. 10 kids. You fucking crazy? And how about this? J.D. Martinez, a couple years ago on social media, he uh, had put up a thing to conquer a nation, first disarm. What, 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 yeah. He put up to conquer a nation, first disarm its citizens. This is why I always stay strapped. The truth. He had a picture of Hitler. Hey, J.D., you know, I was I was hoping MVP, but yeah, I, I love when you have a picture of Hitler up. You know, that's the one picture he had to use. I thought, unbelievable. Who has not deleted the Instagram and has not commented about it? Grew up in Florida, having attended Nova Southeastern University in Fort Lauderdale before getting drafted. He's having a great year. Good for him. Got the great contract, and he's he's putting up what Hitler had to do. That that means he has to stay strapped. Yeah, I, I, I'm still trying to... I, I would love to love to hear his reasoning why he picked Hitler out of all the pictures. Yeah, I just... I, I'm telling you, when social media goes wrong, it's like... So, you know when uh, Dave Chappelle said, keeping it real? Is that keeping it real, dude? Keeping it real? Because Hitler is the same as you, you having the right to be armed. Because, you know, he had the right to exterminate six million Jews. Yeah. I'm just trying to get the reasoning. I'm trying to process and understand that shit. Now, listen to this. The Eagles-Brown was the highest-rated NFL preseason game on Fox since 2012. Most watched weeknight preseason game on any network, excluding Hall of Fame games since 2014. A game that the Browns won 5-0. But hey, more power to you. The Browns can draw. And there was also Kiko Alonso. Uh, cracking everyone up, but he went to the wrong sideline after he uh, took a hit. And Chris Nowinski, uh, you know, said, uh, you know, reportedly he did not have, suffer a concussion, played 43 snaps in a game, but he did go to the wrong sideline. He was standing there, and then he finally went to the right sideline, took a hit to the head, but kept playing. And if anybody, you know, uh, Nowinski runs that out of Boston runs the concussion concussion studies and I watched it again and I was like you know and no one monitored said hey he had to get off the field so what do I know and Tiger Woods first Phil Nicholson $24.99 are you $25 to watch those 
Really? Are you, are you is that that much money? $25? Unbelievable. And how about this? So Adrian Martinez is going to start for the Nebraska from Fresno, California. Didn't play senior high school because of a shoulder injury. That's pretty impressive. Hey, you know what? The Mets, though, even though it was Sunday, 6-3 the last nine, 49 in the last 23, 58-72 overall. And Steve Matz only gave one run in that game. The, the relievers gave a 14. So now the big three are gone. Manu Ginobili just retired after 23 years. Tony Parker went to Charlotte? And you have out, and I... And wait, who was the... I can't remember names today. Spurs Center. Yeah, Tim Duncan. So Tim Duncan. Tony Parker is with the... I think he's with... Where's Tony Parker? Hornets. Hmm. Manager Nobly. Everybody loved him. Great fucking player. Mayfield will start Thursday, but they're still saying that he's Tyrod Taylor is the starter. And Josh Allen didn't play great on Sunday. I don't think they're going to let him start. Andrew Luck had a minor injury, but they said it is. But if it was regular season, he would play. Ohio State transfer Joe Burrow will start against number eight Miami for LSU. And the Phillies claim Jose Bautista. But they have until today to agree to a trade, which I haven't heard anything about. And uh, Washington is the favorite to win the Pac-12. Yeah, all right. Big fucking whoop. Jalen Ramsey called out OBJ. It's going to be a show very soon. Batman versus the Joker. All right. Yeah, and Khalil Mack, that's another thing. What the fuck are they doing? You know, you got to get him You got to get him paid and get him on the field. This is going to go into the regular season. Gruden, you need him. You got to get that done. That's a mess. Oh, and they brought up Alex, Alex Guerrero, who's now traveling the team. Tom Brady, they tried to talk about an interview. He shut the interview door. He didn't want to talk about it. He said, uh, you know, you know, they had, we saw reports that Alex on the plane went on, and then he said, uh, yeah, I know, I don't. What changed with him not being on the team playing last year and this year? Was that just communication back and forth? Was that understanding of other things? What led to that being able to happen? You know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get into that. Yeah, and then uh, he kept going on. You know, I don't, I, I'm not getting into that. Okay, I ran it. Yeah, and it just went, and then he just basically hung up the phone. <laughs> And then, boop, I'm done. So, the, hey, listen, you know, you know, they're get, you, listen, they're going to make this work. If Alex Guerrero is his guy, let him fucking work with him. And, you know, hey, who gives a shit? Kyrie and Gordon Hayward are both going to be ready. Uh, Ainge says they'll be full speed at training camp after offseason rehab. That's only going to help that team. God bless him. And Alex Baldwin joins Joaquin Phoenix's Joker film as Batman's father. Guy works all the fuck. Alec Baldwin just just works. That's all he does. That's all he does. 
Unbelievable. The guy just... I'll tell you, the only thing was that he was in a fight scene in fucking Mission Impossible. It was terrible. It was terrible. Ugh. Now, David Wright is on the clock of sorts. He's on a 20-day window to complete a minor league rehab assignment. It expires this Friday. Uh, even so, with the minor league season fast approaching a conclusion, any extension which the Mets would need his consent would only buy Wright a few extra days. He hoped to play three straight games for single-A St. Lucie, concluding Sunday, but he rested on Sunday. He was also absent from the line on Monday. He said he just didn't feel comfortable playing three in a row. Mickey Calloway said, going to evaluate where he's at physically. They owe him. They said it wasn't. Now, they're saying it wasn't a setback, but that it was designed as a strategy session to determine what comes next. Rosters can expand Saturday when the Mets play in San Francisco, but it's unclear if right, even if symptom-free, will be positioned to return. Ten minor league games, he's 6 for 32, 188, but he went fitless in his first 14 at-bats. His throwing is an issue, but he's handled the routine plays enough to satisfy club evaluators. He could also go triple-A, which would be tougher pitching. But I don't know. Too soon, Callaway. Too, too, too soon to join the Mets. Hasn't played. Last game with the Mets was in May 2016. Tuesday marks the one-year anniversary of the Mets shutting him down for the season during a minor league rehab assignment. He underwent subsequent surgery to re- repair the rotator cuff in his right shoulder. The following month, he went underweight surgery. Under, underwent surgery to alleviate pressure on his back. But so the first game would be at City Field, but that would mean waiting until September 7th when they face the Phillies. He's owed another $30 million through 2020. He's unsure if we'll try another comeback if this attempt fails. Yeah, he said at some point you have to, you've got to play. You can't just continue to sit here and rehab all year. I haven't been. I haven't thought about it much, but since I have been in the big leagues, it's been over two years. So at some point, if physically I can do it, great. And if physically I can't, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, dude, not a good sign. And Woody Allen, who's done a movie a year, is actually going to take a break. Rainy day, a rainy day in New York. His 48th feature film, wrapped filming in November. That's where uh, the actors giving up their money. Supposedly he doesn't. He hasn't secured financing for his projects because his movies don't make a lot of money. I mean, God, every fucking year he does a movie. Every goddamn year. And Shohei Otani joins Babe Ruth and Jimmy Ryan as the only pitchers with 50 no runs and four plus wins in a season. Random, random facts. Like wacko. How about this? Pittsburgh is now the largest city in the U.S. without a daily print newspaper. The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette will only print the paper five days a week, not seven. The Post-Gazette launched 232 years ago. There will still be a digital edition every day. This was, this, I forget, it's one of these uh, things I get in the morning. So, so the weekend news in Pittsburgh is just like our social life on the weekend. Nothing to report. That's, that, that's bullshit. There's something to do in every fucking city. And now iPhones come now with three new phones. Whatever. And then I don't know a lot about sneakers, but these LeBron's 15s to honor King James and his 30,000 point 
milestone. The shoe, shoe surgeon made these gold sneakers worth over $100,000. I guess they just stay in the box. And Friday, uh, Doug Peterson expected to choose which quarterback will start for the Eagles by Friday, but not announce the decision. It's going to be, it's probably going to be Foles. I don't, I haven't heard that he's ready to come back, Carson Wentz. And they think that Nick Bosa is already, is, is already being labeled a surefire number one overall pick and better than his Pope Pro Bowl brother, which I'd like to see that. I've heard about him forever, so we'll see what happens. All right. Trivia questions. Okay. What happened to Venus Williams for the first time in 2018? She lost in the first round in back-to-back Grand Slam tournaments, the 2018 Australian and French Opens. But she did win yesterday at the U.S. Open. Okay. And why was 2018 a historic year in the NBA? Why was 2008 a historic year in the NBA? There was... I'll give you a little hint. NBA Finals. Why was it a historic year in the NBA? All right. Yankees have to get the win tonight. Who's pitching tonight for the Yankees? Like they're going to win every game. But, you know, you want it to win tonight. Yankees are playing. Yeah, I want to see Shea Patterson's with it. Djokovic losing second is once at all. All right. Oh, uh, Jerry Jones thinks an 18-game season would be the safer. Dez Bryant says he'll likely wait. Oh, likely wait a little bit later to sign. Batista is now Philly. U.S. Open has a heat policy. Oh, I want this. I want to see. The temperatures are 94 degrees and rise to 97. They will now receive a 10-minute break between the third and fourth sets. Good, good idea. Fans are feeling the heat. About 20 people were taken to first aid stations, according to officials. Some even felt faint. They were given ice packs and electrolytes, and their vitals were checked. You think? Unbelievable. And the Yankees today got... Who's pitching tonight? Jamie Shields versus... I call him Loretta. <laughs> Lance Lynn. All right, we'll see what happens. Yankees got to get the win tonight. College football coming in a couple days. First big weekend of college football this weekend. I'm not doing shit. I heard it's supposed to rain all weekend. I'm watching football. Folks, have a great day. Talk to you soon. Peace out.